Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! What is up, beautiful people of Cleveland? I'm joined today by the one and only Tyvis Powell, Mr. Birthday. Tyvis, happy birthday to your oldest daughter this weekend. Yes. I believe she turned three years old. Yes, she did. Congratulations. That was one of those, Congratulations. It's one of those days that we just, you know, we spent it with family. A lot of people came over. Uh, we was in Worcester <laughs> at her uncle's crib, and just a lot of pool, swimming, pizza. You know how it goes. She actually had a lot of fun. Uh, it's crazy to see your kids grow up. Like three years flew by, and just who she is as a as a girl. I, I think I put it in perfect terms on Instagram. She she has a beautiful heart like her mother, but she has like she knows how to have fun like me. So it's like the perfect blend. And she just want to help. She always wants to help. And it's for her to be three years old and always want to help her, either me or her mom and something. Is an incredible, so it's an incredible kid. I've heard from years two to three is when kids kind of make their biggest personality jump. Yeah. You see that giant transition <laughs> in your daughter from this time last year to now? Yeah, I mean, she, I'll tell you what, she has, a, she got some sass to her. They say that, <laughs> they say it's called the terrible twos, but they say it goes to three too. So we'll see, you know, she got this thing where, you know, she can say no, she'll tell you no. And you'll look at her, and it's like, she would be like, no. And then you got to get up and, and put your foot down. No, I'm 30 years old. I didn't learn how to say no yet. I still can't say no to anything. So she is, she's learning early. Yeah, I guess so. No. You can see, she can say no. I got kicked down the stairs for saying no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to jump with her, but I got to break this habit because she starts preschool in the fall. So I got to break this habit before she gets there. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an uphill battle. G, how was your weekend? I mean, it was good, man. Uh, it was my mom's birthday, so we did uh, we did uh, some Filipino karaoke. Like we was at the house at the crib, and they was doing these karaoke songs. And me and my brothers outsung the Filipinos. Of you course. sung some Filipinos. I shut it down. What was you singing? I mean, I, man, listen. You I, know some Filipino artists? Uh, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of important. I should. I only know. Fili- of track. I, I I only know. I only know Filipino bloggers. I might freak out if I seen one of them. Like, there's there's Melgene, there's uh there's Filipina life, there's and and obviously Kulas is a rock star. Shout out to Kulas. I might freak out. I might be like, oh my gosh, uh, the Filipino P. She's huge in the Philippines. I I just watch the bloggers, so I watch their blogs. I. I don't know if those are real names. I feel like Bull when I drop NBA draft prospects. Is that real or is that G it's, making it's it up? It's the black Filipino. It's Philly. For, <laughs> by the way, there is a black and Philly from um, the Philippines. He went over there. He used to be in the army. He went over there, man. Him, him and his wife got a store. So I, yeah, I'll be watching all the blogs. If I, I'm gonna do a blog when I go back, and you know they can't literally leave the country. So my um my 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 sister-in-law. And my wife, they can't literally leave the country for, I think it's like two years, like once you get a K-1 visa. So we might go back in like maybe two years or something, and then I'm going to vlog. My goal is to be a superstar in the Philippines. I, I have faith. Yeah, superstar, yeah. I mean, you already got your own cult here in the United States. Hey, shout States. out. Shout, we everywhere, man. Are there barbershops in the Philippines? Like legit? I saw merchandise. No, 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 not, not, not your barbershop, <laughs> but like he legit, merchandise. <laughs> legit walk-in. <laughs> Talk shop, get a cut. Like, is it the same style of, or is, is hair cutting different? Yeah, all the If you're in the province, right? The province is like, they're like, that's the country, right? If you're in the province, they ain't got no stores like that. You're going to get your hair cut by your mom or your dad. Um, but when you're in a <coughs> city like Manila or Cebu or Davao, yeah, all those, all those places got joint. And by the way, G. Bush has a store. I have a literal store. In It'll be in the a, Philippines? A, literal, yes, yeah, literal. It'll be up here. Listen, yeah, I got all, I sell all kind of stuff. Oh, and my swimsuit issue is coming out too. <laughs> you got a swimsuit. He does. I, I'm I saw it. I've seen it yeah. with my own two eyes. I know it exists. I got a swimsuit. Oh issue. my god! Have you um, seen the bathing suit? I have not seen the bathing suit. Pandas everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, crazy. it's pandas on pandas it. Pandas everywhere. I got this. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just like he laughing. Man. I'm I, laughing because I believe it. I actually believe I got, that you would do this. I got. I, listen, I already got the cologne. I already made it. I got two colognes out. It's two ready to go. 
So we ready. We moving. G Bush the, is the man of more skills than anyone. Does the cologne anyone. last all day? Like this? Yes. And I got cosmetics. And I got cosmetics. I'm gonna it's get got you a the gift. panda on it. No, nah, that's all. This is it's called Bushline Beauty. I got. <laughs> I got <laughs> I'm dead serious. BLG, I know baby. you are. That's what make it even funnier. Here's what I'm gonna do tomorrow. When tomorrow come, I'm gonna just bring all. I'm gonna just bring it and show you. Hey, I'm gonna sit it right up here. Wait, let's and, turn this into yeah, QVC. We're gonna turn it. We'll sell it now. You can and get it for the low price. Coming up of right now, twenty-seven ninety-five. This is X Y Z twenty-five C. We brought this. We had this out in February. And ladies, let me tell you what. You can wear this. You can wear this up. You can dress it down, and you can get this for three payments of thirty-nine ninety-five. <laughs> easy pay credit card if you have the QVC card. I Works swear. as well. Coming up, we got the Ginsu knives with and the, the deluxe. Put purifier. the number at the bottom on the ticker. Yeah. <laughs> AQBC. Now we got a big show for you. G's back tomorrow. Finally, the Collie Companies Championship is here. We've been promoting that for what feels like an eternity now, and it kicks off tomorrow, or tees off, I should say, tomorrow. I'm heading down to Akron. I'll be doing some live interviews from the course for you guys tomorrow, and then Jay will be there on Wednesday. Behind the glass, we got Earl and Anthony. Earl's in the producer chair. Earl, I heard you on the radio not once but twice this weekend. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. It was a, it was a solid weekend of uh, work. Uh, happy belated birthday to Tyvis' daughter and Thank to you. G's mom. Appreciate uh, that. I know you went and kicked it this weekend. Went and seen uh, Post Malone. It was a long drive. It was, it was, uh, he put on a hell of a show, man. He put on a hell of a show. I hear, yeah, it, man. I hear his hey, music is up. Might I, be at all the fire concerts, man. He does. But he Post Malone's music is good. He's got that that music that I think anybody would listen to. Like, it's no matter if you black, white, whatever. You he came like to Cleveland in September, and Anthony got sick that day and gave me his ticket. So I got to see him in September. Yeah. And it was like a, a concert show. This one was down in Cincinnati. And it was a giant outdoor pavilion, and he had a 12-piece band with him. So every song, like, <coughs> even though you'd heard it a hundred times, yeah, it sounded totally different because it had band. live guitars, yeah. horns, drums. So he was still was playing sick. like songs from his, his album stuff. that just came out. Or he has is... a new album coming out this month. He played a couple new ones. Okay, but it, it was like, but it was just his whole catalog. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Okay. but it was all different because it had, you know. A live band and none yeah, of the songs about yeah. it. was really good. Put on, put on a great job. Here we hey, go. Hey, see. fun fact: my first ever concert, <laughs> it was uh, I went to see Kurt Franklin. That's a good one. Nation Choir. Good one. What was your first concert ever? Wow, Big Sean. I seen Big Sean <laughs> at, Big at the Icebreaker at Ohio State. Go Bucks. <laughs> you, what was the first concert you ever went to? Uh, let me see. Concert, concert. Man, let me see who was the first. Oh, I went to see Lil Wayne came to. Uh, Lil Wayne came to. Uh, he, he came to OU, Lil Wayne, <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Valentino. Yeah. And, uh, this officer? And, Ke and Keisha Cole came. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one, too. It was great. It was I'd have great. been the grown man up oh, there. Let me let me oh, oh, let me tell you this. Uh, let me tell you this. Never knew what I was missing. <laughs> he going to sing that whole verse. Now, during that time, that time frame, my girlfriend at the time, Got invited to come back on Little Wayne's tour bus. Oh, and, and, did she? Did she go? Listen, bro. I, they say G Bush, you the meanest person I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Cause like I said, first of all, I was like, man, you know what? You going on? You say you can't go on no tour bus. I said, listen, if you go on a tour bus, I'm never answering my phone after three o'clock. Oh God. Little Wayne will be here. If, I'm still G Bush. Little Wayne's <laughs> not gonna be here next week. And I was like, Little Wayne don't want sixes on his bus. <laughs> did you say that to her? Oh, it was. They was like. <laughs> My, oh my God! My, my brother the was disrespect. like, my brother was like, bro, why you? I said, bro, you, oh my it's God. only way you end that. You end that today and today only. We only gonna have that conversation. Wow. Oh. That, that, that. Shout out to her, man. She's doing pretty good. She's rich good, now. Good for. Hey, she's rich now. In the end, she's doing fine. We got a she's big show that. for you guys coming up. We're gonna talk a little Browns here in a sec. Talk a little Guardians. Some Cavs summer league. A loaded question about the most. Exciting athletes in sports that caused a bit of controversy in the group chat last night. Terrible. We're going to let Earl explain that. The new NBA in-season tournament and a special edition of Keep Cut Trey. But Earl, this first topic is on the Browns, and I know you have an impact question you want to ask so we can get some fans input on this as well. Yeah, so I know the article's been out for a couple weeks now. We, we've had this uh, for a minute. Uh, ESPN ranked the Cleveland Browns overall roster as ninth among the 32 teams in the NFL, and it really got me to thinking. 
there's a bunch of teams that have a, a talented roster. You know, we all know what talented rosters is. It's, it's a bunch of talented guys, you know, but not necessarily always attribute to being a good team. So the impact question today is, do the Cleveland Browns have a good team or just a talented roster? Davis? Uh, well, I think that they have a good team um, as far as, I mean, no, excuse me, a good roster. I mean, we look at the roster. We've been saying that for years that on paper, it looks unbelievable. Every position group is addressed. Um, there is really no weaknesses outside of maybe the linebackers position, but if they all play like I think they can play, they can, they'll be fine in that, that aspect. But it, the team is different because, for example, you can say, you can you can look at the Kansas City Chiefs and say their roster is not that great. I mean, there's their defense. They got like one guy on defense that anybody really knows of outside of that. It's just a bunch of guys around there. Although shout out to my boy Justin Reed. Uh, but outside, but as a but they have a great team. Like they obviously they go to the playoffs. They win championships. It's a great team. With the Browns, they have a great roster. I don't know if it's necessarily a great team. That's something that we have to see. It has it's been times where. You know, they've looked good. Cincinnati last year, they look like one of the best teams in football. But then you have other games like the Jets where you break down in the end and they look like one of the worst teams. So team-wise, I don't know where we are as a team. I think we'll find out. Obviously, we need everybody to, to, to do what we expect them to do. But on roster, yes, it is, it's, it's a definitely a top five roster in the NFL, in my personal opinion. See, this is, this is the reason why people get fired. Because if you got a top five roster, I could have said that for the Cleveland Browns multiple years. I thought they had a great roster in 19. I thought 20, they had a really good roster. Um, last year, they punted. Okay, cool. This year, they got a really good <laughs> roster. To me, probably the best <laughs> roster they, that they've had in the history of the game. In the history of their team, this is probably the best roster they have. Because I can look back and say no quarterbacks, no name, no name receivers, um, no deep, really crazy defensive impact guys. If you even you look back and go to the Hall of Fame, the Browns don't have defensive impact guys there. So for me, I look at it like this. This is where where coaches talk about it all the time. In the offseason. They say, when are we gonna come together as a team? And a team does things like be complimentary of one another. Teams do things like, okay, Deshaun Watson threw an interception. Defense, we need to go back and get that pick back, right? We need to go back and get that back. Team stuff is, you know, offense, you know, defense is, is, is on the field a lot. We playing Joe Burrow. Hey, we can't expect a lot of three and outs. So we got to be able to keep the pace up to score touchdowns. We can't be kicking field goals. We're going to hold ourselves accountable over here. And, and so those are the things that the team stuff that we have to have. And the Browns have not shown throughout the season that they can play complimentary football and then people can actually sense the, 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 the urgency or understand what the moment is. Understanding what the moment is, we've all seen teams like OU or smaller teams play well the whole damn game. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you get to the fourth quarter and oops, you let the, you let the, you let the star receiver get a little quick touchdown mm -hmm. real quick. Oh, there's the big play. Oh, you gave up a strip sack. And now you automatically see that momentum switching. And at that point in time, if you want to go upset somebody, <coughs> you got to understand what type of time you want right then and be like, guys, we want to win. We got to come down to get more points or we got to get a turnover. We got to make it happen. Things will happen for us. And the Browns, a lot of times operate like that especially when you see the Jets game. Guys, it's time for us to get the onside kick. You didn't get it. Guys, we they threw an interception to us. DB drops it. Guys, I mean, all of that stuff. Take it, it, you take it a step further. I mean, you just look at, is it a good team? Well, let's say, let's look at their, their schedule from last year. When they went up against good team, they went up against Buffalo. It didn't look good. They went up against Miami. It didn't look good. They went up against the Patriots. They look unbelievable. They look terrible. Terrible. So it's like when they went up against teams that are actually good teams, yeah. they didn't show up at all. So that's what makes me wonder. No, I don't think they are necessarily a good team yet, but they can fix that. I think today, as of July 7th, we know it's a good roster. Mm -hmm. It is impossible to argue with the amount of talent this team has collected, especially in the key positions. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, at least, the three most important positions in football for a successful team, quarterback, guys to protect your quarterback, and guys to get after the quarterback. We think Deshaun Watson is going to return to at least 85 90%, if not more, of his Houston form. Yes. Check at the quarterback position. They have arguably the best offensive line in football with two of the best guards and a tackle in Jed Willis, who we hope takes that 
fifth-year step in progression and turns into a guy who was drafted 10th overall. On the defensive line, between Miles Garrett, Zadarius Smith, Okoronkwo, Dalvin Tomlinson, Ika, the other defensive tackles they signed, the rookies, those three positions, I don't really have any question marks about assuming Deshaun Watson returns to the, the, the player we all think he can be and the player the Browns yeah. are paying him to be. Yeah. At the secondary positions that are important, running back, Nick Chubb, elite, defensive backs, one of, if not the best defensive back room in the <coughs> AFC, and receivers. It's the fifth highest paid receiver room in football. Some question marks. I'm not saying it's a strength, <laughs> yeah. but they have talent in that room. The mm-hmm. only spot on the roster you could look at, like you said, and be like, you know what? I'm not certain this group can be good as linebacker, but I'm trusting in Jim Schwartz and I'm trusting in the defensive tackles and their improved play to open up the field for those linebackers. But a good roster doesn't mean you're a good team. And you guys point out, that's where coaching comes into play. Yeah. And that's where guys like Stefanski, Schwartz, Ventrone make their, make their bread. Mm-hmm. That's why they get paid. I went back and looked at some of the quote-unquote dream teams in the NFL the last 20 years. You remember that Philadelphia Eagles team that Vince Young called the dream team mm-hmm. after they signed Nominee Asama, Dominique Rodgers, Cromartie, oh Steve Smith, and Ronnie it, Brown? It was a disaster. Do you know what their record was that year? <laughs> they won six, seven games, right? They went eight and eight and missed the playoffs. Yeah. They had, on paper, one of the most talented rosters in football, but a talented roster does not equal wins. A winning football team, you don't have to have the best roster. I don't think anyone would say Kansas City had the best roster in football no. last year. They had the best quarterback. Yep. A dominant defensive tackle in Chris Jones and guys to protect Mahomes. And if you're good in those three positions, you can win a lot of football games. And they, games I, I, and they also had the number one there thing. Is. The one, the number one thing that you didn't say what they have is great coaching. And like yeah. that's that's the thing you you was you was hitting on it. You was saying that you can have a great roster on paper, but the coach has to put it all together. Yeah. And I think now that they've went out and then got Jim Schwartz and Bubba Ventrone, I think that was the key thing that can make them take their next step to becoming a great team. See, now Kevin Stefanski can stay with the play sheet in front of him because he knows that Jim Swartz is going to demand great out of his second or out of his defense. And he knows Bubba Ventrone is going to get these guys to play well on special teams. So now he really can lock in on calling the plays and he don't have to hear all the chatter about trying to find the pulse of the team. He can stay in his his element, which is calling plays. He's one of, he still is. It was some questionable things that happened last year, but he still is a really good play caller. He just now can be more locked into that and know that the defense and the special teams will take care of themselves because of the guys that they appointed. So I think that is the step that they was missing last year that will make this team become a great team, I should say. Man, you ever heard a judge tell you, tell the guys, you know, speak now, forever hold your peace? <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Put up or shut up. That's all it is. <laughs> it's the end of the day. And all I want to say is this. And all I want to say is if we get halfway through this season, and inevitably, somebody going to get hurt. Inevitably, I, I, I don't think, I, and I try to explain this, I don't think regular fans understand that somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody, listen, pick one of your best players. Just pick one of them. Whether it's Garrett Chubb, Deshaun Watson, Cooper, whoever it is. And just imagine they're going to be out six weeks. So, my thought process is, you when you going into camp, you better have everything that you need to have to get, get you through the season. None of this, we would have been good only if we would have. I think, <coughs> and, and we do this way too much. You writers <laughs> do this way too damn much. Y'all always revision this hidden history or something. Well, if it wasn't for those injuries in the middle of the year, what year did anybody go through this? Every Super Bowl team has massive injuries. Every team got them. So stop saying that. What you need to do is say, hmm, is it raining outside? Not today. But See, if I'm going camping, it could be raining three days from now. Well, yeah. that's, that's what scares me because I think about what would be – Outside of Deshaun Watson, what would be the one thing that would that could kill this? Team? To me, it's two players that if they Let go down, you got one. it's two players on the offensive side no, of the ball. I got two players. All right, well, I'm going to guess one, and he's going to guess one. I'm guessing my first one is Amari Cooper. Yes. Okay, All right. okay, that was my guess. It's an offensive player? It's an offensive player. Chubb? No. No, it's not going to Not Chubb. even Chubb. You're going to see. Well, Wills? No. Watson? No, I said you not him. Oh, okay, saying, not him. You saying so, Mo- Elijah Moore too? Yep. Both the receivers. If, if one of them two go down, I think it a handicap the whole. Oh, because man. why? Because I like I said, I've got a chance to watch practice, and Elijah Moore is going to be featured in his office yeah. quite often. So if he goes down, 
who who are we replacing him with? That's the problem. Okay, right this there. is. I know, Earl. This wasn't your question. It's going to turn into this. <laughs> when we talk about this season for the Browns, we talk about the good rosters in the AFC. If you look at that list of all the rosters that ESPN ranked, the Browns were in ninth. I believe nine of the top fourteen teams were AFC teams. There are so many good AFC rosters, and that is why. And this is not a Hopkins conversation, but I'm going to make it a Hopkins conversation. Mm-hmm. A player like that could be worth half a win. The upgrade from DeAndre Hopkins to DPJ or whoever else, in my opinion, is at minimum half a win. Half a win in this AFC could be the difference of making the playoffs and missing the playoffs. And when jobs are on the line from Stefanski, Health, even Andrew Berry, to if Stefanski's fired, Schwartz is gone, Ventrone's fired, uh, gone. A new coach has to bring in his own guys. I don't get how you could feel confident going into the season yeah. with the receiver room that, like you said, if either one of your top two guys go down, who have both had <laughs> history of missing games without that backup plan when it's sitting right there. Now, if he doesn't want to come to Cleveland, whatever. You can't force a guy to come to Cleveland, but you can make him an offer that he can't refuse, and they have money right now. And it drives me crazy that I see people out there saying, oh, we don't need Hopkins. Well, yeah, with a I don't need roster. a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The would damn sure help me pay my bills <laughs> off a lot faster. Them is the same people that, that we don't not know. No, like, them are the same people that don't have no savings. Talk about we don't need no extra money. What are you talking about? Of course you do. It does not cost you anything. Like it doesn't cost you anything to have backup plans, right? We don't have a backup plan at that position and <laughs> We're not, even as, we're not even as good as some of the top flight teams. We're middle of the road. But think about what happened if you lose an Amari Cooper. You go from the middle of the road. Now you talk about David Bell and Schwartz playing. Are you serious? No. No, you asking Tillman. You have to have Tillman come in and, and step up and be that great third round pick. But that you asking a lot of a guy yeah. who's in the third round. <laughs> and if Elijah Moore goes down, we do got Marquise Goodwin and Marquise Goodwin is a great wide receiver. But he has but he, injury issues. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He gets hurt as well. So it, it, it's it's one of those things that you kind of do need a D hop out there because at worst case scenario, Mark Cooper goes down. Listen, Deshaun's like I still got my dog over here. I know when in yeah. doubt I can always go to D hop whether he's double team triple team whatever I can throw the ball to him. He'll make it happen with DPJ. He's a great receiver. He does. He does great things. I think he still will have one of his best seasons this year, but is he a guy that's that defensive coordinator is saying no. we got to stop this guy. Well, I don't think he is and G tell me if I'm wrong here when we say we want Hopkins. It's not necessarily DPJ sucks. Not at all. I think, just he, I think he's a good wide is a receiver. More proven commodity. Had similar stats last year in nine games. I know it was a bad team and there was no one else taking targets away, but in nine games, he had very similar stats to what DPJ did in his career best season. And as good as we think DPJ could be, <laughs> I do think there's a ceiling on DPJ. Right? He's a six-round pick for a reason. Hey, I, you know, Anthony, shout out to Anthony. When, when Pokemon comes on, right, <laughs> the theme song does not say, I want to catch one or two. It says, I want to catch them all. <laughs> I want all of the Pokemon. I want the, the Charizards. The, the, I want the old versions of Pikachu's, all of them. I want every Pokemon. I want all receivers. Th- look, at the end of the day, when you're looking at these receivers right now, you might not think you need it. But nobody really thinks about their spare tire until you go get a flat. Nobody think about how far you are from a gas station until the east side come on. you like, dang, I'm in the middle of nowhere. The Browns cannot be able to afford to be in the middle of nowhere with no blanket in the desert. Right now, y'all got six games to prove what you're going to get. And the thought process that I have, and here's just the problem. And you got to, you, I could go down a list of every <coughs> major player ever to ever come here and ever play. The Cleveland fan base and the media, I'm just going to let you know, they do not like outsiders. I'm just going to be real with you. If you played for Michigan, they're like, mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm standoffers. <laughs> you play for Michigan. I, like, mm, I don't know. If, if, if they used to say for years, why don't they draft Ohio State players? I'm like, well, if the Ohio State players were available, we would take them. If they thought they were good, they would take them, right? They ask the same questions. When DPG, DPJ gets upgraded because he was drafted here. He gets upgraded because we value homegrown people that are from here. That's the first thing. The first thing people say Northeast Ohio ties grew up right down down the street here. Who gives a you know what? I don't care where you from. Can you play? 
DeAndre Hopkins can play. I want that guy. If he's from Tallahassee, I want that dude. This is the year. Don't mess yourself up trying to look around, trying to feel good about yourself. I don't care about feeling good for myself. I feel good about winning. Do you think do you think that maybe the front office is a little scarred because of the Odell thing? Because he he was a big name wide receiver that got traded here. Man, listen, they found, but they didn't find a way. They, now, they don't have time to be hurt. It's win now. <laughs> I you agree. Have, no, listen, I agree. I'm this, just trying to think of what would be what would make them if, hesitant. If we could shift the timeline back one year, right? And I know you can't do that, but if we could literally slide situation roster today back a year, hmm. okay. I don't think Stefanski's job was ever really on the line last year. Their coordinators there obviously were. But Stefanski's job was never really on the line. If they don't get off to a good start this year, I can't see a, a world where Stefanski survives. I, I can't. No. And if you here. are all in, including Barry, I don't care what you say, Barry's on the hot seat too. <laughs> if your GM's on a hot seat, I understand that you can't mortgage your entire future for right now. But guess what? Those future problems aren't your problems if it doesn't work out. You have to do everything you can to save your own job now so you can have those problems to fix in the future. Well, and that's why I don't get what the, I think, I think. It's all in. You can't, you can't be 90% all in on something. I think you that, can't. like impossible. I say, when I went to watch that practice and it was, and Deshaun was willing and dealing and he had the Tom Brady, yes, Tom Brady-esque practice. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, everybody out there was like, that was like the common thing. Like everybody was like, maybe we don't need D.Y. I mean, Deshaun. If you could promise, D-Y, if you could promise me they'd all stay healthy, their entire receiver would be healthy for 17 games. Yeah, you don't need them. Well, that's what, but, but, I, that's but I'm telling you why, what they looking at. Like yeah. if you see it because they get to see it every day and they see the production. They see how Deshaun Watson is throwing this ball. They see the receivers making these plays. It's like maybe we don't need D-Hop. And I think that's what they think right now. No, no. But it, like I say, if an injury happens, then they, it ain't no, they I, have no I, choice. Listen, the people that's thinking like, I, listen, I even question the way I think. Nobody in the Cleveland fan base gets an idea. You, y'all, we don't get the benefit of that on punting or nothing. <laughs> what the hell do we know? <laughs> All we've seen is horrible ass teams for 45 years. <laughs> and you telling me what we don't need. When did you see a team that we didn't need something? I'm confused here. Like, 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 I'm, I'm willing to take answers in the chat. <coughs> what year were the Cleveland Browns so good that you said we don't need nothing else? I'll wait. <laughs> Refute it. 20, 2020. And we still needed something because guess what? what? We, need. we needed Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> we, we, when you watch that, I watched 2020 all over again. Rashard Higgins was your best guy. Him and Juice Landry, and they was out there walking with 82 speed on Madden and their receivers. We needed a deep threat. We didn't have it. They was still they all, they was a fourth and twelve away for beating the Chiefs. Guess what? Actually, to be quite honest with you, they are Rashad Higgins, Higgins holding humble. the ball away from yeah. actually. Time that you been game, in locker but rooms. nobody wanted to say Time that. Time you been in locker rooms. If you came back the next year and you heard that, cats is all. Just tell Sherm that. Sherm ain't hearing that. Did you get it done or not? Did you get it done? That's the answer. Yeah, no, he did. Didn't get it done. So there you go. I got two questions. One for the panel, one uh, one for Typhus. For uh, the panel, shoot. I'm looking at Spotrack right now and the current available free agents are wide receivers. You all talk about the depth at the wide receiver position. This guy I'm about to mention is not DeAndre Hopkins, but but a, by a long shot. <laughs> but Rashard Higgins is a free agent. Would you bring him back in? It won't cost you as much nearly as... DeAndre Hopkins, you know what he's capable of doing. You know what a ceiling <coughs> is, and he will be a body. I would not bring him in until someone got hurt. I don't, I don't think he's worth – Oh, so I, like I said, I think Hopkins is at least worth half a win as an upgrade over what they currently have. I'm not sure Higgins is an upgrade who, over the guys who are currently – Who else? He might that, not be a who upgrade. that list? Who on that list, Earl? DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Galladay, Julio Jones, Byron Pringle, Jarvis Landry, Nikhil Harry, Sammy Watkins – Andre Roberts, Rashard Higgins, uh, Marcus Johnson, Anthony Miller, to name a few. I, I like to kill Harry. I would take his, uh, and Galladay, I would take a swing at him too. No, trust me. I watched, <laughs> I, I watched enough Galladay. That was, you, you might as well just burn $64 million at that. Nope, nope, you don't want him anywhere near your football team. Trust me on that one. Uh, Earl, Rook, oh, you got one more. Second Shoot. question. Cyphers, you were talking about the uh, hirings of Bubba Ventrone and uh, Jim Schwartz. And a lot has been made about Kevin Stefanski's staff. And I think what we're missing and what we're forgetting is two crucial 
promotions and another hire. When the Browns hired Bill Musgrave, another offensive guru and a guy that was going to come in and help Stump Mitchell, help with the run game coordinating, I thought that was a significant impact hire. But when you promote Ben Bloom to the defensive line coach, and Typhus, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was the defensive line coach in Dallas for like eight years before he moved to the linebackers coach before he eventually got here. Mm -hmm. And then you got Alex Van Pelt still being the offensive coordinator, but moving back to the role as quarterback coach where he had success in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. I think those two, you know, internal promotions (coughs) is going to have significant impacts on this team that don't really get talked about. Yeah, I mean, Ben Bloom, like I said, he did his, he did, he's worked with a lot of great defense alignment. So I think ultimately it's Jim Schwartz controlling what's going to happen on that defense line. Obviously, we know that's where he specializes and he spends a lot of his attention there. So, you know, Ben Bloom having the, the title, I mean, I think that's just the title, but everybody knows that Jim Schwartz is going to be there. At the, as, as Alex Van Pelt moves back to quarterback coach, I mean, yeah, he's going to be with Deshaun and he's going to help Deshaun see things the way Kevin Stefanski wants things seen. But also, Kevin Stefanski's going to be right there. Kevin Stefanski's going to be right there with Deshaun Watson. So it's really two coaches on one quarterback getting things done. And I think that, I think AVP does get a lot of credit from Kevin Stefanski. Although we don't see it on game days, I think AVP does a great job of coming up with things that happen in the game plan as well. Although, you know, we don't see him necessarily calling plays, I think he does help putting the play sheet together. I think it's him, Deshaun, and Kevin Stefanski all working together to put together a game plan on what they're going to do for that game. Man, look, man. You know, your boy was over in Philadelphia, right? You know what I'm saying? You know he was he was he's in the organization. He's on the he on the roster. You got a couple dudes in it. What happened when the head coach get fired? They all get fired. There you go. <laughs> so Alex Van Pelt and all of your nice little game plans or whatever you got going on. That's nice. That's good. <laughs> what they got to do with anything? If, 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 if it comes down to <laughs> Kevin Stefanski, all the rest of the dudes up underneath him, I like y'all. <laughs> but y'all not Stump Mitchell. I like you in your beard. I like it. I like how your running backs play, but that Papa Smurf beard will be in the unemployment line if Kevin Stefanski does not get this thing done. And I'm talking, and when I mean done, it has to look new age. People be, like you got to think about it like this, and 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 bull or poo poo it. Jay might say, <laughs> "Oh, this is terrible." G, you're losing your mind. Jason might say, "Come on, you need jerk reaction." I'm gonna tell you what human nature is. Let me give you this: If they barely miss the playoffs, right? If they barely miss. If they barely miss the playoffs, and, and, Desha- and Deshaun Watson throw for five thousand yards, guess what? Everyone's back. Oh yeah, for sure. But they'll tell you it's only about winning. For sure. No, it, how he looks counts. Earl, before we move on to the Guardians, let's pull up the rest of the rosters. Let's go one through ten real quick. <coughs> Bow on good roster or good team and, and we'll give our takes on whether we think it's a good roster or a good team or both. How about that? Yeah. All right. We'll let Earl pull up that graphic and then we will run down the list and name either good roster, good team, or we feel confident as of today that we both. We all started the show confident the Browns have a good roster, mm-hmm. the makings of a good team, but mm-hmm. we need to see if they can put all the pieces together to then become a team. So starting off at number one with the Chiefs, good roster. As All the above, letter D. Good team. <laughs> yeah, we're confident. I, I don't know what roster-wise. I mean, you, they got Kelsey and and Patty. Do you need more? No. To be a good roster, I'm not saying a great. Yes, roster. No. yes, you do. That, that, yes, you do. That just shows you how out. good that roster cut is. That they can come out there with two people and name smoke me, you. Name me Yo. somebody oh, on the Chris, defensive side of the ball Chris outside, Taylor, of Chris Chris Jones. Jones. outside nice. of Chris Jones. Outside of Chris Jones. Hey, listen, it don't matter. That all right? It, no, it does because we're talking about a good DBs roster. Good. They got McDuffie. They drafted George Karalakis in the first round. He played well in the postseason last year. Dude from Purdue, Clark. Uh, their linebackers, uh, Nick Bolton out of Missouri, second round pick, was their starting middle linebacker last year. One Thornhill was there on the squad. Typhus is was. so right. Y'all get so wrong. Y'all need it's to cut it out. The Kansas it's, City Chiefs infrastructure. Yeah, y'all That's need to what cut makes them a good cut team. Cut this out. The roster's, ter- the roster's terrible, but the, the team is good. Next. You can't say it's a terrible it's roster. It's a terrible roster. It, it, I would take. They it, literally have it, one it, star it, on defense. If Patrick, Mahomes, That's it. if Patrick Mahomes was on any roster, I'd take that team right now, today. And that means that means he's the, better than the Houston, everybody. Texas. Yes, 
Give me the Texans. So they got a great roster. Yes, he, with Patty he, Mahomes. Yes, because he's got Mahomes. That's not a. You, you're missing the point. Fifty-three guys make the roster. No, also, one guy can move. That's not a. That's not a. The line's really good too. Okay. Yeah. Creed Humphrey was the number one rated. No good. Well, I hear you. Yeah. They, 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 so we got two people that says it's a good team and good roster. I say it's just a good team. Next. All right, number two, I believe it's the Philadelphia Eagles, the Super Bowl losers from last year. Good roster, good team. We'll go back up. Uh, I think good roster, good team. They got a yeah. lot of talent, a lot of good positions. That's, that's, they've got both. The Bills, I, I don't love the Bills roster as much as some other people do. I don't either. I still think it's a good roster. I'm not confident it's a good team, but I'm not as high in the Bills so roster here's, here's as so, some other people. So let me give you this. Like, this is the way I think. If I was the Bills... And, and they had the cap space that the, the Browns have. They should be getting DeAndre Hopkins because I don't think they're potent enough. All y'all want to do is run the ball, throw the ball. That's fine. If y'all want to throw the ball a hundred <laughs> times, you better have the whole old Houston Oilers. You better have Haywood Jeffries, Ernest Givens. You better have everybody. You got two. You got you, you got Stephon Diggs. You got Gabriel. I think they need to upgrade. And I'm not as high on their roster. I'll actually be truthful. I like the Dolphins in that division. <laughs> I like the Dolphins in that division, AFC East. I do. Yeah, Dolphins definitely a good roster. I'm not sure if it's a good team. I don't fully trust Tua, especially with his health, to be able to lead them to Tua a postseason. Tua went healthy. That's a great team, man. Tua great went healthy. Roster. That that roster's loaded. Yep. Uh, Bengals, good yeah. roster, good team. Yep. Think it, it was they, they they coaching staff was questionable a couple years ago, but I think they put it they, together. They together now. They, I think they're not as talented a roster as they were last year. They lost some key guys on defense, but yeah, I still the, think the secondary overall, scares me about it's uh, overall a talented roster. Let's just see six through ten, Earl. Then we'll come to your last question. We'll move on here, but the sixth roster, the Cowboys. It's a good roster because they got some pieces. It's the t- it's the man, coaching it's team, staff. Yeah. That That's kind of high to me, man. I, I, I don't think they should be six either. Six. Like you got you got I mean, C.D. Lamb. Uh, now you do got Michael Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. You got Brandon Cooks as a supporting cast. You got Tony Pollard. Their offensive line still good. They got some dudes in the secondary. Good. Second, they got they, they got probably Gilmore. arguably the best secondary. I like them at eight. Gilmore. I like them at eight nine. I guess you you you, you parse yeah. words. I mean, it, when, it's split. It's when split you do, hairs. So when we we're first gonna do this, we're talking about the Browns ranks right at nine. I, my notes. Are, if you want to tell me they're 6 through 12, I'm not going to argue. Right. Like you, you can make the case that they're a little higher, a little lower. If you value a certain position more, I think they're right in the right spot. The Chargers, once again, a talented roster. I don't think any of us are confident they they're just a good got, team. They're just not healthy. If they stay healthy, they got a really talented roster. Yeah, and they got some really good receivers. They have a they coaches, they Obviously, their coaching staff is questionable, but it's they, they got a whole new coaching staff, so it's yeah. going to be a, outside of the head coach. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how they put it together. Earl, one more thing before we move on to the Guardians. Do we have a poll question with answers to this? And I know you had something you said on the radio that I got. Uh, no, the poll it. question. Uh, well, we got the poll question, but I like to do the poll at the at the end of the hour. So gotcha. So we'll do the we poll at the end of the hour. But on the radio yesterday, I heard you say that as of yesterday, so the, the ninth, the Cleveland Browns, you haven't penciled into the AFC Championship game? Yep, and I stand on it. And I say that was my total unbiased opinion. I think the Browns have a really good team. I don't think the Browns are just a talented roster. I think that in the four years that Kevin Stefanski has been the head coach of the team, they've went through adversity. They've overcame adversity. They've had trial and error. They've learned from some mistakes, and they've kept growing. And that's anybody in any profession. We have to understand that Andrew Berry, first-time general manager. Kevin Stefanski, first-time head coach. I disagree with G when he says that Kevin Stefanski has six games. I don't believe that you get six games with Deshaun Watson last year and then only the first six games of this season with Deshaun Watson, no matter what the record is. I think Kevin Stefanski get this entire season to prove itself. I think that when he hired the guys that was formerly here, like Joe Woods and Mike Prefer, he did the right thing by delegating. But – when he delegated, the guys that he delegated to was not competent enough to do the job. He recognized that at the end of the season, he swiftly made the proper changes. He upgraded his coaching staff. He went to his general manager. They upgraded the roster in certain areas. I believe in my heart that this team is just right up there with every other quote-unquote team in the AFC and can go play the Kansas City Chiefs, for example, in the AFC championship. Will they win it? That's to be determined. I disagree. 
I, first of all, he hired he hired those yeah. folks. He hired Joe Woods. He fired him a year too late. He watched him be incompetent. They punted on the season. Andrew Barry could have got people last year. He waited. He chilled. In life, you do not have time to be waiting and chilling. We lost a we lost a whole year. Second of all, I don't know if they made the, the, the decisions to get no better. I saw him miss too many off onside kicks. I need to see him recover a couple before I say you learn. He missed one onside kick. That, that's one too many. But, but that's, that's I agree. Yeah. You blowing leads in 13 seconds. I agree. When you, you, when you, when you You're lose, not about to see. I'm not gonna let you put gas on it like it's like it's worse than what it is. Thomas, you have been <laughs> in the rooms where people get get that dear John letter the next day. You dropped the ball, special teams man. Gee, I got a question for you. Yep. Why are you still harping on last season when everybody up here understands that in the NFL, good, bad, or indifferent, what you did last year don't matter. Let's say hypothetically, right, we're talking about the Cleveland Browns who made the playoffs last year. I can't sit up here and hang my hat on what the Cleveland Browns might have did in a positive light last year as I look forward to this year. And I get what you're saying, but we know in the NFL, you could have a number one overall pick and be playing in the playoffs. We've seen teams win the Super Bowl and not even make the playoffs. Last year is last year. If you look at the improved infrastructure of this team based on what they did from the offseason started this year, they are in a much better situation and a much better place than they was last year. I'll give you this. My, my, my <laughs> retort is, my retort is this. Yes, they got better on paper. However, when you're in the NFL, it's part of your resume. It's part of what, like when you go sit in front of owner, you can't wipe the season clean every offseason. They're going to say, well, what did you do last year? Did we see some improvement in dirt on the field? And the only way to do it, now trust me, I like the team just as much as you. I think they got an opportunity to go to the AFC Championship. I do. However, when it comes to Kevin Stefanski, at some point, the rubber meets the road. Either we feel like you're a guy that's going to be able to lead this team somewhere else, or we don't. At the same time, I didn't see the Bengals go from worst to first in that same period. I've seen teams win championships, mixing rosters, moving people. The Cleveland Browns have a great roster. It's up to the people that are now in, in, the, in them offices to get that talent to perform. And that's what I'm looking for for Stefanski. Yeah, and, and we'll move on to the Guardians. Or one thing on that, and this is not pro what you said, anti-G. This is just out there. I think this is why people a lot of times get caught up in talking about last year while also looking forward and not being sure exactly where to fall in the middle. We can either project or we could go off what we saw. And no team is exactly the same from one year to the next. Mm -hmm. It changes, but it's also projecting the unknown. And we don't know the future. And this is, once again, not a shot at Elijah Moore, but Elijah Moore has been turning heads in training camp for three years now. You go back as a rookie, I, I wanted to put a, put a post up. The first report from Jets rookie camp, rookie Elijah Moore turning heads. Barely played. Going in the second year. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Elijah Moore turning heads. Barely played. Who this has? year, Elijah Moore turning heads. That's not to say he can't actually turn heads. Well, to but me, to project what's going to happen, we just don't know what's going to well, happen in the future. That, it's not fair. To, that's that's loaded because at the same time, it, it's kind of like when Odell was here with Baker. You know, it was like we thought Odell may have been washed up a little bit. He leaves here, goes to a, with a better quarterback, and boom. No, he takes some up. people thought he was washed up. So, excuse me, some people. There you go. Some people thought he was some washed respect up. respect on that. And <laughs> I, I was with you. I was like, I, 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 don't, I don't see, I don't that, see but it. Whatever. But that's, that, that's <laughs> my point. You, <laughs> but you, what you, I'm you saying could, is. Point, you could project something, and it may not be the reality, or you could go look at what actually happened and try to figure out why it won't happen <laughs> again. So it's, it's, it's an impossible. It's not. We, we should be looking ahead to next year, but going off what happened last year is the data points we have to go off. And, I can, and, I, can, and I can see, because me sometimes, you know, I get excited. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I love this. I want them all to get touchdowns. But I can see how some people say, okay, G. Bush, that's cool. But if the Cleveland Browns had a track record, like when we talk about say good teams, the difference between us and good teams is that you know Kansas City is going to play at a – this level, yeah. This bare minimum you're gonna get. They're gonna do certain things. They're gonna they're gonna play great special teams. They're not gonna hurt themselves. They're gonna have good quarterback play. They're gonna be innovative. Those are the things I'm saying. So that stuff translates. Once you put year after year after year, you start to put those people in a, in a position where you know what that organization is about. With us, 
we don't have that benefit of the doubt. So our fans are just like, listen, you got to show me first <laughs> and, and show me some consistency. And then we'll give you all the benefit of the doubt and say it was just a down year Dude, or we could do something. The fact of the matter is this. It all depends on number four. Okay, number yeah. four. Yes. It, to yes, be yes, honest yes, with yes, you, yes, yes, yes. What Joe Burrow did with Cincinnati is he truly saved the franchise. Him coming there and being the player that he is, he saved that coaching staff. He saved that organization. He saved that city because the Cincinnati Reds was terrible in the last few years. Obviously, they better now. But he has saved everything about Cincinnati, and it's all because of the player and the person that he was. If Deshaun Watson comes in and bees, becomes that guy he was in Houston again, he saves Kevin Stefanski. He saves the Cleveland Browns organization. Ultimate he, Cleveland Sports Show. He, he saves everything. <laughs> he <Yeah>. literally <laughs> saves everything. Yeah. So he has to be that guy. At the fact, and, and if he's not that guy, we all gonna be pretty best. Last up. point of the Browns will wrap it up. <laughs> Every discussion we have this summer that we've had, that we will have until the first game of the season, is just a discussion because to Tyvis's point, none of it matters if Deshaun's not good. If he's great. They're going to be a world beater. Unbelievable. If he's not, then we're going to have some questions and some uh, tough discussions to have this summer. We're going to talk a little Guardians now, though. It was a disappointing Sunday result. Shane Bieber was cruising, gave up four runs in the fourth, uh, in the fifth and the sixth, excuse me. But at the end of the day, on July 10th, the Cleveland Guardians are in first place in the AL Central. And they are 500. It's the first <laughs> time, guys, in five years the Guardians have led the division at the All-Star break, which seems hard to believe. But at 45 and 45, <laughs> they are in first place in the division for the first time in five years at the All-Star break. Let's look big picture. I know yesterday's game was – it is what it is. It took, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they took three or four from the Royals. It, but yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. It should have been four. That's a shame. It was a shame is what – Yes. It, it, ain't, it is what it is is an understatement. It was a dang shame. It's what – your ace is on the mound. Yeah. And we, we look like we did. That, it's, 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 it's nice they, that they – They only scored one run. So, listen, like, as much as you want to put it on Bieber, they scored that's true. one run. That's true. But it, it's, it's nice to be in first place. But we're in the worst division in baseball. It's a terrible division, and you don't get no props. The only props we get is that we will go to the playoffs if we stay in first place. But the way they've been playing, I mean, if they played everybody like they've played the last three or the four of Kansas City, we'd be hyped. But yeah. it ain't really been a lot to really cheer for. As soon as you want to get behind this team and, and think that we've turned made that cross, because we really want what Cincinnati did. Cincinnati went from a team that was nothing. Ellie, Ellie De La Cruz comes up in the, comes in there and boom, they just take off and yeah. they win 14 straight games. We're gonna talk about him. And we're waiting on the moment for the Guardians to take that because we want to get behind this for this organization so bad and we want to get ready to cheer for them because you know play playoff baseball is coming up soon, so we want them to turn take that turn, but. It's so hard to do when you only putting up one, one run and lost and your ace is getting smoked. And it's just it's hard to get this behind. Is, this is the common thread. And we talked about it. We talked about it like last week. <laughs> and they're playing the Royals again. And Naylor, uh, not Naylor, Jose steals home and they get up two runs in the 10th. And as soon as you feel with this team that they're taking that step to getting yes. over the hump, it goes back in a deflating way. And, and last time it was... Classe blowing a save. This time it was Bieber giving up the run in the fifth and then three in the sixth. As soon as you feel like they're right on the precipice of doing something, I don't want to say special, but sweeping the Royals. No, doing something, break, being a, a legit baseball, playoff as baseball As soon team. as they're on the precipice of yeah. that, it feels like they always take a step back. And sometimes <clears throat> that's just the year it is. And they are blessed to be in the AL Central. But, gee, Earl's question was, where are you on this team heading into the All-Star break? Is it any different today than it was four games ago before this series no, started? No, 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 wholeheartedly no. It's not. Uh, I've been on. Mar- I've been on record for saying this for so long, and, and you know because I, I really want to. We this is. I, I feel like we can't have intellectually um, honest conversations about the game of baseball because a lot of people hide behind numbers, right? With the same way we if we were trying to have those conversations about whether you can win <clears throat> with two big guys who can't shoot. We have those conversations all the time. We have conversations of philosophy of how much should a star running back get the ball or how much do you need to pass the ball in order to be a championship organization. We don't have those same intellectual uh, conversations about baseball because you, you, you always get to the huge elephant in the room. And, re- and yes, it's cool to say we have these guys um, that can, you know, 
hit singles and run hard and hustle and all that other stuff. The reason they're 500 is because they're mediocre baseball players, not because they're not trying, not because they can't string it together. It's because they're less talented than other teams. Yep. And we never say that about the Guardians. And it's not, a, it's no, because we love the coach. We like the way they do it. They, you know, people like to generally, in my, in my opinion, people like to be thrifty. When you thrifty, when you go get something for a bargain, you tell your friends automatically, look at these Jordans I got. Brand new Jordans right here. Found them over there at the dollar store. Guess how much they got? 250. I got these for 40 bucks. It make you feel good when you find a little steal. You're like, man, I can take that money, go do something. But the Guardians, you gotta Steve said something earlier. Steve said, um, you know, Bieber. Steve, who? He has topics now. Director Steve. Director Steve has topics. What? He he was in the meeting. He said, gee. <laughs> gee. What what? Is what is the outcome when when your pitcher, your ace, is in a pressure cooker, and he's getting talked about trading? How does that affect his did, game? Did he say it like on that? the mound? How does that affect his mental space? I say, damn, Steve, <laughs> <laughs> you cooking right now, Steve? I said, let me answer that question. I said, that's difficult. What if they told you, Director Steve, they weren't gonna give you your money? What if you came in every single day and you was the best at your position in the city, but they said, well, you know what? This only Cleveland. You not get. We can't pay you for what you're worth in New York. We can only pay you what's worth in Cleveland. Small market. He said that would affect me. Hurt my feelings. Steve Rebuttal. Tyvis, I actually do have opinions about this stuff, and I've learned from you guys. So I'm just. There you go. I'm shocked. I'm Dang. shocked. Yes, sir. Steve told me that he sits there and he he barely listens to what we say because he got so much going on behind the computer. He's long, he's dialed in. Ba barely listening Plugged for Steve in. is significant more sports information <laughs> than he's ever gotten in his life. So by barely listening, we have made Steve at least one person Tyus, smarter. I'm sorry. What did you say? I didn't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> Steve's actually really funny, busy. by the way. Yeah, yeah, Steve's Loki hysterical. Steve, that, that's why people think we hate each other because Steve is always taking these shots at me. I don't know what. <laughs> I would, Steve is Steve's mad at me because I'm the athlete that he wanted. He wish he was. That's just <laughs> that's just what it is. And it's fine, Steve. Hey, I'm sorry. That hey, I Director was T, that he Steve, wasn't. tell him, tell him <laughs> the difference between you and him is you feel comfortable when you get pulled over by the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> so who's the most exciting young player? Is it Director Steve? Is Director yeah, Steve? Director. No, but, but in all seriousness, the Guardians heading to the All-Star break. They're in first place. They're 500. They are exactly the team I think we thought they were. But but the hey, progressive is jumping, though. No, it's shown out. Hey, they, hey, when you go down there, it's a club. Put it to you. Oh, listen, it, it, they got tenderonies down there. Let they start to you. bring the nice-looking girls back out. It was dry down there. It was a lot of moms you and sweaters. The, you paying the fifty dollars for staying in the room? Heck yeah. Okay. It's a great deal. You yeah, ask, I'm just asking. If, if I, you know, they I'm, get I'm they get old tiny. I give them. I give them a hug. You know, I'm married. Now, back in the day, me and you could go down there. We could clean up. We could win. I believe we play this two man game. But now we need nothing. I'm you, sorry. Would you? Would you uh, <laughs> I think outside. Would, would you? Would you? Would you Guardians be? game experience is like it's dope. Yeah, Hold on, Earl. Like, time, I got a piggyback off of G. Would you be one to take one for the team? Was you that guy? Uh, all depends. If I took, if, if I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be scoring 12 points every game. Okay. I'm a shooter too. But, <laughs> but every now and then, you every now, every you now, take one for the yeah, team. Yeah, listen, I take charges. Okay. I take I'm charges. Asking. I'm just asking. But I tell you what, though, Earl, I will say this, man. Environment, environment is rocking. A lot of people down there. It's mixed crowds. I like it. I love it. Let me ask you. Would you be? Because I'm a lot of people down on the Guardians, but would you, wouldn't you be upset if they actually didn't make the postseason? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Because, listen. So you wouldn't be like not shocked. You wouldn't be shocked that they they missed it. I I'd be surprised just because I think even the the mediocre Guardians are better than the other four teams in the division. Right. The, okay. the division. It, listen, I think we did the numbers last week, and I don't have the updated ones. They were half a game out of first place. They were tied for first place. I forget exactly what day it was. They would have been 16 games out of first place in the East and 13 games out of first place in the West. They're not a good baseball team. They're a competent baseball Are team. Are they going to win a playoff? A will they win a playoff series? I Probably hard, not. I have a hard time believing they win a playoff Probably series. Probably not. What if, they, what if they trade Bieber for sticks? Well, they, I, I just they don't, might. We've talked about this before. I, 
and, and Jason sat in your chair, and Jason has made the case that you have to trade Bieber at the deadline because there's not a lot of starting pitchers available, and teams will overpay despite his, I don't want to say subpar performance this year, but subpar for Bieber's standards, that you might get a little more back for him just because <coughs> it's a supply and demand thing. Yeah. And I'm hypocritical here. Like, we all hypocrites, right? Because here's the thing about the Guardians. The Guardians may be mediocre, um, lukewarm, medium sauce. No one goes to the, no one goes against medium wings. You either get mild, hot, or regular. No one says give me medium sauce. No one likes medium. But in this market, the Guardians are Teflon when it comes to that because we like them. Yeah, we just I mean, like I, it's weird. I support, we they, just I support like them. them every day. Even, I if they, even, if, even if they 500 right at the top of the thing. 500. I'll give you, a, and I'll be, I'm, I'm a marketing guy. I'll be looking around trying to find out how to get to these cheat codes. My parents will talk about the Guardians and be upset, but will be at my house watching them <laughs> the whole nine innings and <coughs> clapping it up. And I'm like, if that was the Cavs, they'd be pissed off. If it was the Browns, let's not even talk about the Browns. It does not invoke that. that People watch vitriol. the Browns. It, they watch the Browns game no matter what. But the always 16 team, everybody yeah. watches. But it'll game. ruin you, though. Like, it'll ruin yeah, it, Oh, no, the Guardians ain't going to ruin the well, day. There's, for there's me. so many baseball. There's 162 baseball games that not any individual game is more than a paper cut. But at some point, yeah. you keep losing a bunch of paper cuts. That starts but but the, you know the, to the Guardians' credit, they they always find a good band aid so you don't yeah. bleed out, right? <laughs> and then the next day, you're like, oh, the Guardians are doing good. They find little stories. Jose Ramirez steals home. That buys you five more games. It's a game they lost. <laughs> you're right. They lost that game. Yeah. And a couple notes on the Guardians. Class A is not going to Seattle. Yeah. So yeah he's he going home. I think that's the best thing for him. He's having a kid, right? I think his sister's having a kid. Oh, I don't think he's having a kid. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's a family member having a kid. Uh, but he's not going to Seattle, which means he won't be pitching. Won't be used in the All-Star game. He is the single most used reliever in baseball. He leads the league in saves. He leads the league in blown saves. And he leads the league in outings. The best thing for Classe down the stretch is to rest that right arm. Don't throw any pitches. I know it's an All-Star game. It's not high stress. But literally at this point, anytime he throws the ball, I get worried that it's just adding wear and tear to his right shoulder. And we need him to stay healthy. Jose's going. He'll be the lone representative. And I do think the home run derby is tonight, right? Yes, yeah. it is. The home run. Someone's going for three in a row. Three uh, in a Pete, row. Pete Alon- Pete no, Alon- Pete Alonso lost last year. He didn't win last year. Did, Juan did Soto won. Juan Soto won last year. Yeah. J Rod is in it. Put a five. Put twenty on Mookie. Nah, I put it on Pete Alonso. Pete, Alon- Pete Alonso on, was put a, built for this. <coughs> put a twenty so, on Pete. So right here, you ain't gonna get that much so, for winning so, it, though. So, so this is right. This right here. This gonna lead me into into the rebuttal. So the last time to have three, the, the three home run derby champs in a row was Ken Griffey Jr. The last person that I knew that was over a top superstar was Ken Griffey, Griffey Jr. And you know how I know Ken Griffey Jr. is a star? Because Ken Griffey Jr. has re- retro kicks re-released. And they always sell out multiple colorways. Isn't he, isn't he still getting paid? He's still getting paid. Ken Griffey announced the first overall pick in Major League Baseball draft last night. That's how much of a superstar he, he is, came right? Out, and guess who had the pick? Hmm. The Pirates in the Reds division. Hmm. See? I know he played for the, the Mariners too, but yeah. yeah. So for your boy, De La Cruz, to even be on, on anywhere <laughs> next to that, I need him to announce <laughs> the double-A <laughs> All-Star team. He better win three it's straight a lo- it's a loaded, home run derbies. We're saving it for tomorrow. It's a loaded Oh, you, oh, you tucked oh, it? we're going to pivot. You the, tucked, the they tucked it. They tucked it. Uh, the 12 to 12 10, so the NBA in season. That's scrap. We're going to scrap that. We're going to do right. De La Cruz at 12, <laughs> let you break down Imani Bates at 12 30. It's they, a loaded that's the question. We gonna make. Okay. <laughs> it's a loaded question. It is. It was a challenging question, but G had the worst take of the year. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a sec, but Earl, I know we got a couple of reads we got to get to, so let's get these go. reads in. Here we go. Then we will get to the loaded question, and G Bush's question will take here. So, anytime I'm in the lead producer chair, I like to use our uh, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show community tab to set up the PCC oh, Air Force poll question of the day. So, Thanks to everybody that got over there and voted. Uh, make sure while you're over there on our YouTube page that you subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, tell a friend, a family member, tell your kids to go tell their friends down the street. You know, go tell your aunties, your cousins, the whole nine. So the question was, ESPN ranks the Browns roster ninth. 
do the Cleveland Browns have just a good roster, or are they now a good team with all the moves made on the roster and the coaching staff? We had 382 votes. An overwhelming 82% says yes, the Cleveland Browns have a good team, and as always, it's brought to you by PCC Air Force. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Air Force is a lead manufacturer in North Face, Ohio. And all locations of PCC Air Force and East Lake <coughs> Manor, Whitcliffe, and Minerva are higher right now for all positions that start off at about $18 an hour. Plus, you get free full benefits, paid time off, a signing bonus. Uh, apply right now at precast.com slash careers to learn more. And it's 12 o'clock, and you all know what that means. That means the second hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is brought to you by the Colic Companies Championship. See your favorite golf legends playing the Colic Companies Championship July 12th through the 16th at the famous Firestone Country Club. Fun family friendly events all week long, featuring a new fan zone experience, free attendance for kids, and concerts every single night. There's something there for everybody. You can learn more, more at colicgolf.com. I'll be down at the famous Firestone Country Club tomorrow interviewing a few of the players <laughs> in this week's tournament. Jay will be there on Wednesday interviewing <coughs> a few more, so make sure you guys stay tuned. I'm going to be on there next Saturday but they ain't going to be doing nothing, so. Gio will be an actor <laughs> next Saturday. 